0: Terms and conditions apply. Hour three on the nightcap on... Uh, it's been a bizarre night, man. It's been a bizarre night, and I'm going to give you a baseball score that just adds to the bizarre nature of the evening. Vinny Maiulo going to join us in just a moment, and what a perfect night to have Vinny on because you, you feel for odds makers. I don't, I don't think many people say that very often, but what do you do? Giannis out it being examined tomorrow, that's the report, right, Jeff, uh, from Malika Andrews of ESPN. We don't know the severity of that hyper-extended knee. Will he be available for Thursday? Trey Young can't play tonight. That number steams up to nine. The Hawks come out. They win this game. As ESPN stats and information pointed out, in the last 30 years, that's the second biggest underdog to win a conference finals game, and they win it. Running away, and even with Giannis out there, they were up by 13 at the half, and then they outscore. Uh, they outscore the Bucks, what 25 to 10 without Giannis in that third quarter. They win by 22 tonight. They cover every number under comes home. But what do you do? And there are numbers out there. Boyd's here in Las Vegas. Milwaukee minus five and a half points bet just a little bit ago gave out an updated series price minus 225 on the Milwaukee Bucks. I I don't know how you set those. I I get it that you want action out there, but I mean you got to protect yourself a little bit, and if you were to bet that with Jeff's money, I would have to play the the Hawks plus the points even though I guess the theory that you play you rise to the occasion without your best player chris middleton was awful tonight drew holiday offensively was not very strong tonight you know maybe you rise up to that but that number is now down to 5 um but yeah i don't i don't know how you play anything but the hawks in series and in uh in the game, if you're if you if you're forced to play it, you also don't have to bet everything. I mean, that's also... Yeah,
1: that's just, <laughs> look, I, I can't do anything on this until I actually know who's playing in the basketball game. I mean, right. I mean it's such a simple concept that, again, like, discipline's going to be critical the rest of the series from a betting perspective. Right. Because, again, I didn't place any bets on this game tonight. I'm I did. Happy, I'm happy I didn't because I probably would have lost because <laughs> I would have probably come back with Milwaukee minus the ten in the second. The only half thing that three
0: slightly saved me was the under. The under. It was other but, than that,
1: it was it ju- bad. It just, I don't know what to do with this series. Like, I'd much rather just bet the series tomorrow night and just take the Clippers tomorrow. Like, that's legitimately the only thing I'd want to do with the right remainder of this conference finals at this point.
0: Um, speaking of bizarre, we almost had a no hitter. That's not bizarre. Uh, I was at Coors Field. Eh, a little bizarre. A little bizarre. Herman uh, Marquez goes uh, throws a complete game, one hitter, shutout win for the Rockies. But the Baltimore Orioles last night, Jeff. The Baltimore Orioles defeated the Houston Astros as plus three hundred underdogs, nine to seven. They were plus two sixty eight here today. Against the Houston Astros yet again. And you'd think, oh man, the Orioles, they're not going to win back to back games over the Houston Astros. Uh, What is our score currently, Jeff? Uh, That is a final. That is 13 to 3. 13 to 3. The Orioles have outscored the Houston Astros 22 to 10 over the last two nights as $3 underdogs. Both evenings, as we all expected. Yes,
1: as we all expected. I, this should this just should have been just bet the Orioles because the pricing was so wild these last two nights. But here you go. Like, look, it's baseball. Crazy things happen all the time. By the way, to quickly, uh, Tim here, the Padres tonight beat the uh, Reds five to four. Not really, uh, not really a, a groundbreaking result. The Padres did leave sixteen guys on base, which is tied for
0: second most all time. In a nine-inning game. (laughs) Oh, man. Vinny Maiulo, he's got answers for us. He's going to join us right now. It is the Nightcap here on VEASAN. It is the Nightcap here on VEASAN, and I know many of you are wondering... What if I did a rollover parlay the last two nights on the Baltimore Orioles? Plus 300 last night, underdogs. So that, let's just round number, 100 bucks. Go Orioles, right? We're out here in Vegas. We're from Dundalk, Maryland. Let's go Orioles. You win 400 bucks. Ah, put it on the Orioles again. Plus 268. You'd be walking away with $1,472. Back-to-back wins for the Baltimore Orioles over the Houston Astros. Uh, I would appreciate that in my pocket. I don't have that uh, because I bet the Bucs tonight. And I bet you a lot of people bet the Bucs tonight. Let's bring in a gentleman who was taking those bets. That is our good friend, v Vinny, Vinny Maiulo, over at the South Point. Vinny, before we get into what's next with all this uncertainty in this series, I got to imagine... When the Trey Young news came out earlier today, people were coming up to the counter and uh, they were slapping down hundreds saying, this game is is over. You know, no Trey Young, they got no chance. Tonight, probably a pretty good night over at the South Point for you guys?
2: Well, they took all of that uh, two-team Baltimore uh, (laughs) and they stepped up and said, hey, uh, Jeff and Tim sent us here, so we're just going (laughs) to what do you say, boys? Yeah, it was uh, so you know about an hour before the game, it was confirmed mm-hmm. that uh, that Trey Young was not going to play. So you kind of retrace things. Uh, Bucks opened six, uh, went and we're you know going back and forth between six and seven, and then all of a sudden the Trey Young news gets announced. We we adjusted the game to eight and a half, and then uh, went to nine. You know there were I think there were some nine and a halves out there actually as well. Nobody I, I didn't see any tens. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was all about the Bucks and uh, the Hawks. Obviously, uh, they never look back. And then now you got the uncertainty—certainly more uncertainty with uh, with Giannis right now than, uh, than with Trey Young, right? I mean, now you got a best-of-three series, two games in Milwaukee. But uh, I'll be honest with you guys, it's kind of a wait-and-see approach right now. I mean, uh, you know, you, we saw that the games in Milwaukee, games one and two we're like seven and a half or eight. You, you just have to take a wait and see approach to get a, get a status on, uh, on Giannis uh, for this game. I think Trey young probably goes, uh, he was close to going today. Uh, and all likelihood, he'll go in game six, but you just don't know now what the, what the status of Giannis is. So that impacts not only the game, but the series price as well. And, and of course, uh, kind of, uh, you got to wait and see a little bit, uh, well, for the uh, for the futures as well. So, boy, these injuries are really impacting uh, these uh, these semifinals, to to say the least.
1: Well, Vinny, I, I was just going to ask, how do you hand, I, how do you even handle this situation? And uh, uh, the wait and see approach is the way you'll go. But uh, I would imagine, Vinny, we probably won't hear anything about Giannis until tomorrow. We probably won't know yeah. if Trey Young will go in Game Five until probably an hour before game five. So this is yeah. a really difficult position for, for making uh, quote unquote correct numbers for game five.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the good thing guys. Ter- from and from a business perspective, listen, you, you know, I'd rather be accurate than just, you know, throw something up arbitrarily. Right. And what if, you know, because that, that just, and as better as you're going to take a wait and see approach anyway. So the fact of the matter is we got two days before the next game and, we all know that 90% of the money is going to come in on game day anyway. So you got uh, the next Suns-Clippers game, which is going back and forth between pick and, uh, and you, you know, I've seen Suns won. We actually had the Clippers won uh, today briefly. Uh, but we're just going to take a wait-and-see approach. There's no sense. There's, listen, there's no, uh, there's no prizes for, uh, for being first or rushing to, uh, rushing to put up a number here. I'd rather be accurate, and the betters want accuracy too, right? I mean, look—you know—you you just can't. You certainly can't go with what uh, what game one, even if even if it's announced tomorrow, let's say that Giannis is going to go or is likely to go. Do you still, you know, I I, I don't think you can hang seven and a half or eight uh, like the first couple of games because he's probably not going to be a hundred percent. We know Trey Young is not going to be a hundred percent, and it's not an automatic cancel, uh, you know, cancel each other out. So. I'd rather be uh, get a little more uh, information, and uh, that that's how that's the approach we're going to take. Uh, rather be accurate than just uh, put it up, because again, the amount of money that's going to come in uh, is is not going to be. You know, you're you're going to get the majority of the money on game day anyway, and so uh, our approaches take. Uh, let's let's be accurate and see see what the uh, status is of those players.
0: Talking to Vsin Vinny, Vinny Maiulo, uh, over at the South Point, obviously part of the uh, the Visa network as well. It, 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 you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you know, there there are some shops racing to put up numbers that they're they're out there. Uh, I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, you know, Vinny, I mean. Uh, you know, you, you've been in this a long time, and when you see that some shops, uh, you know, I saw, you know, there's there's one shop out there that has, you know, bucks minus five. There's a, uh, I saw a series price out there. I, I don't know how you you really do that. Um, I'm not trying to call out them for, you know, whether it be uh, trying to get, you know, publicity or whatnot. I just don't know how, with the uncertainty of of the two best players in this series, how you can do that. Yeah, so if it was, you know, Clint Capella's hurt. Okay, well, you could still put up a number. But you're talking about Trey Young and Giannis and these yeah. injuries being incredibly serious, especially with Giannis, who, you know, I don't want to speculate, but there's a real possibility he could be out for the, the rest of the postseason. I I don't know how you can put up anything until you know more information, which is what you guys are doing.
2: Yeah, I, you know, and again, so I'm not going to rush the judgment on sure. somebody. I mean, anybody, any uh, operator can do what they see and uh, that's that's up to them to do. So, in in speaking in terms of and doing this is you know for you know uh, a, lo- a long time, you'd rather be accurate and have as much information as possible. Because let's say that you see five out there now, right, or four. You're certainly not going to see seven and a half or eight, right? right. You're not going to see game one or game two numbers. So that that in mind, I mean, if if you're telling me that there's you know, uh, fives out there, right? Well, that's the speculation that, in all likelihood, he's he's doubtful to go. But there's also the uncertainty of Trey Young. So if both guys don't go, then it's a whole different circum set of circumstances. You have three scenarios here. You've got scenario A where both of the guys go, but you know they're not 100 percent. You got scenario B where Trey Young goes and Giannis doesn't, or you got scenario. Uh, three where Giannis is going and Trey Young doesn't go. Those are three different, very different numbers. Mm-hmm. And not only in terms of the, the point spread, but in terms of the money line, in terms of the total as well. So again, knowing that it is the semifinals, knowing that everybody's going to focus on Clippers, Suns, uh, this, the next Clippers and Suns game. We have 20, uh, uh, 48 hours. You know, got a couple of days uh, before game five. In the uh, the Hawks-Bucks series, there's no reason to rush, in in my opinion, and I'd rather wait to get a definitive report on Giannis, and also get a get a better idea of uh, uh, on Trey Young as well. But again, the fact that there's three distinct scenarios that could occur, with three very different numbers then you're not, uh, you know, the, the prudent thing to do is say, okay, hold on, let's see, let's, let's get as much information as possible and get uh, an accurate assessment and see who's going to play or not play.
1: Oh, and also, too, uh, Vinny, while, while you were talking to us, uh, the, the uh, ESPN Tim Bonteb's reporting that Clint Capella is going to the ophthalmologist after taking that hit to the eye late in the fourth quarter, so his status for Game 5 also unknown, so that could be two starters for Atlanta. Then that don't play.
2: Yeah, that's that's another that's another point, right? Because that's also depth. It's, it's rotations and things like that. I did see Capella leave uh, leave the court. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was certainly a facial injury, but now you're telling you know if it's an ophthalmologist. Well, that's you know is it an orbital situation? Do we you know is it you know so it's not his nose, but either way, right? It's it's gonna it's gonna impact his play. So yeah, guys, we've had to you know, the, the way the teams are dealing with these injuries, you know, from our side of the counter, we're trying to deal with the injuries as well and assess who's going to play and what their status is and uh, to what, you know, uh, what degree of, uh, of health. But you as betters are doing the same thing. So everybody's in this guessing game right now. And again, uh, the, the prudent thing to do is to, to say hold up on it. Again, anybody that wants to put it up as an operator, uh, good for them. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think they're you know they're taking a chance, but uh, they're obviously doing what they think is best for their operation.
0: Talking once again to Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point, of course part of the uh, the network here at VEASAN as well. Vinny, uh, where do you guys stand in, in, in futures liability? I, I know most books had a pretty big number on the Hawks. Did, did, did any people take uh, bites at the Hawks, and, and where do you guys stand if, if they win the East or, or if they win the title?
2: Yeah, there's uh, there's there's two teams with liability. One is the Suns, especially in a Western Conference. Again, the Suns got real tough guys in the last couple of season, you know, and they were, you know, 25, 30 to one. All of a sudden, there was this this Suns rush, uh, particularly for the Western Conference. But in terms of the Hawks, who at one point were we opened them a hundred to one. Uh, by the way, we opened the Suns fifty to one. Uh, at the start of the season, and they were pretty, a lot more relevant uh, for, during the, the season, especially in the last couple of months. But the Hawks really didn't start well. The coaching change that took place, but then as they started to get closer to and you know, competing for the division, well, you started to see money trickle in. And as people, you know, when I say trickle in, you're talking about fifty here, a hundred there, a couple of hundred, there, you know, maybe five hundred when they really started becoming relevant. And they started playing well, but then as they started getting, you know, in the playoffs. We're rolling. I mean, you got a team like this now that's, you know, people, you know, they went in, they want, they've won every first game of their series, so people started to take, uh, you know, to, to really take an interest in them. I mean, we got six-figure liability on on the Hawks. There's no secret out there, and I think pretty much most bookmakers are in the same position now. If they get there, so be it. Because what happens in those cases, guys, and we, and believe me, I've seen it happen before. I've always, I've often talked about the, the greatest future to two of the greatest future liabilities ever, uh, one back in 1991 with, with the, uh, Atlanta Braves, uh, and the Minnesota twins who both went from, uh, first, uh, worked first from, uh, the previous year to 1991. And that was an absolute avalanche. Uh, but then again, of course, uh, we all know what happened four years ago with, uh, with a hockey team that resides on Las Vegas <laughs> Boulevard and, uh, So, but you know what that does, guys? Is listen, you pay the people, you smile, you tip your cap to them. It it creates more business down the road. And when Cinderellas dance, not only at the ball but at the betting counter, it's you know, look, you you pay it, you take the hit, and uh, you tip your cap, and and people come back and bet uh, bet even more. But those are the two teams uh, with liability: the Suns, uh, particularly for the Western Conference in our case, uh, and the Hawks for both the Eastern Conference as well as the NBA title.
1: Yeah, Vinny, I would say that uh the VGK run to the cup final. Uh we're not gonna see uh we're not gonna see two hundred and fifty to one on the Seattle Kraken to win the Western Conference uh in the NHL this year. And uh Vinny, I want to shift to the cup final because game two is tomorrow night. The Lightning uh minus two ten over at your shop right now uh yep. to win tomorrow night, uh to win the series. Tampa's up to minus six fifty uh to win the series against Montreal. Has there been any any pushback at all with with with? I know there was a little pushback with people taking uh, sharps taking Montreal before the series. Is there been any pushback with taking the Canadians after they uh, looked pretty overmatched in Game One?
2: Yeah, they did. We actually uh, we adjusted it to seven seven five, and they took uh, some five to one on the Canadians. That's how we got to minus six fifty and uh, plus four seventy five now, Jeff. So uh, a little belief that maybe you know the Canadians can uh, can rebound the way they did against the golden uh, night i mean obviously they uh they rebounded uh, quite well nice there there's not as much liability with the canadians uh in, in the futures as there are let's say with the hawks and the suns in the nba but there's still tickets out there i mean again i'll look at you know you look at the canadians who were you know at 50 to 1 to start the season And then, remember they had a good start to the season but then they fainted right they finished fourth in the division and there was even higher Remember this guys they were down three one to Toronto and Toronto was the first place in that division It looked like they were going to roll over this team Tim in, in the playoffs with Montreal then during the, during the regular season, but they did take uh, plus five to one uh they took five to one with the Canadians this morning after we adjusted them uh, I got to be honest with you this this is a series though that this is a different animal uh this Tampa Bay team. Uh, than uh, than the Canadians faced before, particularly even the Golden Knights. I mean, uh, this this Tampa team—they're they're solid. The they're defending champs. They know what it's what it takes. Because don't forget the year before when they won won the President's Trophy, they got they got they got bounced. Uh, they know the feeling. They know the highs. They know the lows. They roll four lines. Great goaltending. You want to play up tempo, they'll play up tempo. You want to play a grind-out game, they'll play a grind-out game. So uh, this is a pretty tough. Montreal here, but we've seen this team just keep uh, being resilient, and uh, I think they'll get some backing uh, as the series goes on, particularly when they get back to Montreal.
0: He's Vinny Maiulo. You know him, you love him at v Vinny, and he's got himself, uh, got got a tough couple days ahead, figuring out the right price. Vinny, we appreciate it as always.
2: Guys, always good to be with you. Best to all the listeners out there, and uh, we'll get those numbers up as soon as we know who's playing. You guys might play. Let me, hey, stay loose, fellas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Giannis, Giannis and I are similar. Uh, free throw skill set, I feel like. <laughs> he airballed two free throws today. It's funny. I felt like he was uh, turning the corner a little bit, but uh, tonight, not so much, and then the injury. So yep. who knows uh, what will happen when it comes to this Bucks and Hawks series. I've got the Bucks minus 150 to win the series. Jeff, I don't feel great. Don't feel great. They were minus 2,000 <laughs> entering tonight. Seriously, man. It's a nightcap here on VEASAN. Uh, that's, that's not the beat for Treats and Beats. I don't know what. Actually, I got a treat. You know what? I got to cheer up. I got to cheer up. Time to cheer up the Nightcap here on VEASAN. It is the Nightcap here on VEASAN. I promise positivity on this segment. That's Jeff Pars Always a positive guy. I'm Tim Murray. Most of the time. Looks like we're gonna get barring a uh a monumental ninth inning here. You don't, you don't think Vandy scored twelve? I'm I'm gonna go on a limb and say they're not. Sure. So we're we're likely headed to a decisive game three in the college world series. College World Series it feels like it's been going on for about four weeks.
1: Well, wow, the tournament's been going on for three and a half, so you're that close. is true.
0: Uh it started, yeah, you know, a while back, but uh Mississippi State who was uh, not that big of an underdog. I think, you know, plus 105 tonight? No, they
1: were a pretty small dog tonight because it wasn't one of the, the, the two aces for Vanderbilt. The right. lighter pitch yesterday, Rockers set to go tomorrow, so it was not one of the aces for the Vandy boys. And uh, it has been all Bulldogs, and we're going to get a game three. And, uh, again, I'm still stunned that this Bulldog team is is in this position, but they can beat the arguably the best pitcher in the country if not – the second best pitcher in the country for Kumar Rocker tomorrow. They will have well earned this national championship.
0: Did you know, since the switch to a best of three college world series final in 2003, the winner of game two has won 14 of 17 national championships. Why Why is that? Well, I bet you in some circumstances, they just ran out of one, pitch. Game, ran, ran out of, won game one and two, right?
1: Oh, oh, I, but I, 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 I. my brain went to that yeah. of the series that went to a game three, the game two winner. Right. Okay. That makes sense.
0: But that makes sense. We will get a game three, and we will likely see the man who uh, blew us away two years ago in the College World Series in Kumar Rockers. Wait, only 17
1: editions since they went to the best of three? He really only went to the best of three in 2004?
0: 2000, yeah, 2003, and there was no college. There World was series no,
1: series college, yeah. no, no, yeah, right, exactly.
0: But still, I'm surprised that it was that late. Huh, interesting. So, we got ourselves a, a decisive game. That's a treat. You know what's a treat? When your partner on a program tells you to bet some footy and you trust him. And it actually works, and it comes home, <laughs> and then you see tweets when you're walking your dog in the morning about how terrible the English lineup was, and I was all ready to yell at you, Jeff, but you, you came through. England winner today. I bet them minus one twenty-five to advance. So nice little, uh, nice little pocket change, and it all just went away because the Bucks, you know, did what they did. Um, how was your Euro betting today? Today was a, was a
1: split. Was a split because I had, I had, I actually ended up taking England in regulation Ooh. on the plus price. Got home. Thank there you. Go. Thank you, uh, Raheem Sterling, who has just been phenomenal in this tournament so far. And then I lost on the Ukraine. Oh, excuse me, lost with Sweden against the Ukraine. Ukraine won an extra time. That actually was a pretty good round for me, uh, all things considered. Lost the Italy game. Got it Switzerland three lo- lo- to one to advance. Lost the uh, lost the Sweden game. Hit, hit hit the Swiss. Got the Croatians. Plus the one, which was ridiculous. Uh, Belgium. Again, this whole tournament's gonna come down to Belgium beating Italy now for me. If Belgium beats Italy, I'm in I'm in really good shape to really make a, a, a nice uh, nice sum here, Tim.
0: Um, I'll give you a treat and then a beat for us baseball fans. And this is a little bit of selfish because I am a Nats fan. Kyle Schwarber did it again. He's pretty good right now. He uh He had another leadoff homer. He's got seven leadoff homers. He leads the league in in leadoff homers, and he didn't go into the leadoff spot until three weeks ago. So he leads he has seven leadoff homers. He began, he was the leadoff hitter starting June eighth. He has now sixteen homers in 18 games. That ties the longest that is, I believe the ties the, the best stretch ever. But here's the beat. For us who want to be entertained, are you not entertained? Doesn't seem like he's going to be doing the home run derby. He was asked about it. He said he hasn't been approached by it yet. I just think that the best thing to do is probably let it pass and rest up and look forward to the second half. As a Nats fan, I'm not that bummed out. But man, I feel like him at Coors Field right now. That would be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Also, Shohei Otani hit two home runs tonight. He will start tomorrow, and he will become the fifth player all time to hit two home runs in a game, then start the team's next game, joining Babe Ruth in 1930, John Clarkson in 1887, Bob Carruthers in 1886, and... Monty Ward, 1883. Oh, yes. Didn't know. How did you not know that? Oh, man. It's a nightcap (laughs) here on (laughs) Visa. The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, NHL playoffs are wrapping up. Game two, Stanley Cup tomorrow night, and our experts, they're covering every angle to find those betting edges. v hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action. Our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all of the hoops, insights you need. Our experts and the entire v team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on vsin.com and our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in this playoff season. Sign up for your 10-day free trial, vCN.com backslash subscribe. 110 to 88, the final score tonight in Atlanta. Series even at two games apiece. Giannis leaves five minutes into the third quarter. Hyper extended left knee. More testing to come tomorrow. Clint Capella, he will see an optometrist tomorrow. I believe it's an ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Yes. Potato, potato. <laughs> I know they're two different things, but, uh, uh, yeah, he got, what, an elbow to the eye? I thought it was a finger.
1: But... I, it, t- it says elbow. Uh, it might have been a forearm, whatever. Regardless, it shouldn't have been in the game that late. Yeah. Up by 24 with three
0: minutes to go. And we don't know Trey Young. Uh, he is... A game-time decision, that's the latest. Uh, he was a game-time decision today, then ruled out with that bro, uh, bruised foot. Um, if both are out, and I thought Vinny really had some great perspective on you know why they're going to take their time. Why Why book me? I, I get it. Look, here on this network, we want to beat the odds makers, right? We want to win money. That being said... They have a job to do. They have to set the proper line, and that's only fair. And there were a couple places that put, up, put them up. Uh, I think some of those places have since taken them down, uh, Jeff. But you, you can't make a line on Hawks and Bucks right now with, with the uncertainty to the two best players in this series. It's, un, it's unquestionable, the two best players in this series. And both are very much up in the air for Game 5 on Thursday night. So... Uh, yeah, I would be surprised tomorrow if you're seeing lines early in the day. Midday, once we get a little more news and that starts to trickle out, that might make some sense. Um, my hunch is if, it, if both were ruled out, Bucks four and a half, four, four and a half? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, I really don't know. I do think Atlanta is better set up to win without Trey Young than Milwaukee is to win without Giannis. I do think that. Hmm. I don't know if that will indi- be indicated in the lines. I don't know. I don't think it probably should, because Middleton still is probably perceived as the player that is most important to the ratings of each team after Giannis and Trey Young. I don't know. I have Milwaukee four, Milwaukee three and a half. Yeah,
2: I think I, that's I fair. Think that's Somewhere on that ballpark.
1: Again, we have no idea. We have no clue. We don't know what. He, we're probably not going to know anything about Giannis until the middle of the day tomorrow at the earliest. And Trey Young, we're not going to know if he's going to play until probably an hour before Game Five.
0: And we're not going to get it from the team. We might get it from a reporter. Maybe
1: Woj will get it before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, like,
0: we got just, it from... We're not going to know. I mean, the Kawhi Leonard situation, he just keeps getting ruled out and out and out. And, you know, um, Brian Windhorst and Ramona Shelburne had had that saying, he's done. And they the Clippers haven't ruled him out. They just rule him out game by game. We'll get to uh, Clippers and Suns. Also, game two of the uh, Stanley Cup final tomorrow. But I, I did just want to throw this out there. Wes... <laughs> Uh, randomly just brought up an NBA draft uh, prop there. And I, I started reading a little bit more about the NBA draft here these past couple of days. Cade Cunningham's going one. I think that's almost a, nah, that's a, a slam dunk. He's going to Detroit Pistons. But after that, it gets really intriguing. Uh, and I think the second pick of the draft, which is currently owned by Houston. Now, Houston could trade out, as Wes alluded to. But you, you see these, these names. You know, I think... Jalen Suggs is one that really pops because he resonates in what he was able to do uh, for Gonzaga, the the game-winning shot against UCLA. Uh, People don't know Jalen Green. He went to the G League, uh, played very well, and I have now seen two different, very well-respected people. Jonathan Gavoni for ESPN and John Hollinger over at... uh, At the Athletic, former front office uh, member talk about Green to Houston as a a real real potential, and I I think that Jalen Green going to has uh, has a real shot of happening. I'll read you what uh, what uh, Jonathan Gavoni said about Jalen Green going to, by the way, plus 125 right now at DraftKings. NBA teams say they don't have a great pulse on the Rockets' plans because of their n- brand new front office, coupled with the franchise's early stage of rebuilding since James Harden. the James Harden trade. With that said, most teams think the Rockets will end up prioritizing the shot creation and playmaking ability of Green over Evan Mobley. The type of big man the front office groomed by previous GM Daryl Morey, who would seem less likely to covet, Green has the type of superstar upside the franchise lacks, making him an exciting prospect to build around them long term on and off the court. Um, I think it's you know it's not gr- crazy you know plus money there, but I you know when when you look at a team in Houston that has Christian Wood. What is also, I, I don't know how, it will be graded. And now will be. They, they eventually became uh, official later on in, in draft night. But their draft, their trades are just so awful. It takes so long. I, I think Jalen Green goes too. I just think it makes more sense for Houston. You've got Christian Wood and uh, you know the shot making uh, abilities there. I think uh, Kevin O'Connor at uh, at the Ringer also had Jalen Green going too. Uh, to Houston. So there you go. A little draft talk for you. What do you got?
1: Evan Mobley is the favorite. Seems surprising to me. It does. It just. the? I think it's he, the unknown factor
0: of Jalen Green. Yeah,
1: but then Suggs. We know what Jalen Suggs is. Mm-hmm. And Christian Wood is actually the one player in Houston where, where you actually know what you're getting. You can getting. build around him. You know what you're getting out of him. And Evan Mobley's pretty similar to what Christian Wood gives you already. So, uh, Tim, I would lean Jalen Green as well. Uh, I I think that we're going to start seeing a pattern where the guys who, the high-level high school recruits who go to the G League and play on that select team in Walnut Creek, end up getting favored by NBA teams because... You're playing these
0: grown men. Exactly.
1: Instead of playing, again, no disrespect to Jalen Suggs, who I love and I think is going to be a great NBA player. He's going to be
0: a Toronto Raptor.
1: I mean, Jalen Suggs, I mean, Gonzaga is playing half their games this year against bad WCC teams. So, uh, look.
0: Evan Mobley is going to go three to Cleveland, yeah. and Jalen Suggs is going to be the point guard for the Toronto, Toronto Raptors.
1: Kyle Lowry. And Not that's that. going to be
0: a pretty good, again, I think Suggs is going to be an awesome pro. I agree. I love Jalen Suggs, and uh, that that'll be a good situation. There's also something in the water about Toronto maybe trading Pascal Siakam, so we'll see. It's rumor time. Got a month away from the draft. We'll wrap things up. Take a look at Game 5 coming up next right here on the Nightcap. Nightcap here on Beeson, Tim Murray and Jeff Parles with you. And uh, folks, it's the Indeed.com studio. Hiring, start finding the right people right away. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Wrapping things up here, and uh, before we look ahead to tomorrow, today, earlier today, the White Sox beat the Twins 7-6. to six, And uh, I missed this uh, <laughs> I missed All this uh, chatter. So Josh Donaldson, in the first inning, hit a home run off White Sox starter Lucas Giolito. A two-run shot to start the game, and as he crossed home plate, he could be heard saying, rubbing his hands together, hands not sticky anymore, it's not sticky. Lucas Giolito, I'll clean it up. He said, of Josh Donaldson, He's a bleeping pest. That's kind of a classless move. If you're going to talk bleep, talk bleep to my face. Don't go across home plate and do all that. Just come to me. We won the W's next to my name They're in last place. And also, as you pointed out, Jeff, after giving up the home run to Josh Donaldson, he promptly retired the next uh look
1: 15 or excuse me uh 14 out of 15 had
0: double plays where have double
1: play worked in there uh yeah just was one of those nights where Giolito uh,
0: really uh re- really had it going after uh, after that absurdity so uh yeah Josh Donaldson goes yard uh makes uh, a little hand gesture there and uh, Lucas Giolito uh wasn't having it there uh from that uh we do have a line from BetMGM on tomorrow, uh, sorry, on Thursday night's game between the Bucks and the Hawks, Bucks losing tonight, 110 to 88. Questions on Giannis, Bucks minus four and a half against the Hawks. I, I, once I, again, I don't. I, know, can't, I just, can't, can't bet it. Can't bet it yet. Can't do it. I just don't know how you have a line, and, and that has to be clearly the line, assu- assuming no Giannis, because. Today, with Giannis and without Trey, the Bucks were minus nine in Atlanta. They were minus six and a half with everyone, assuming Trey was going to play. So if now in Milwaukee it's minus four and a half, is that the assumption there's a, clearly the assumption there's no Giannis. Is that an assumption there's no Trey as well?
1: Probably, but it also could be that Trey Young is going to be compromised, even if he can go. Like, how long can Trey Young hold up on that ankle? That clearly is a huge problem if he didn't play tonight. I mean, the fact that he didn't play tonight just shows how severe that injury is.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a point that people need to recognize, is he would have gone if he could play on (laughs) it. This dude has shown he's pretty tough. He was... Very much hampered with that injury, you know, rolling on, uh, rolling up on the referee in uh, in Monday night's game. They get outscored by 13 in the fourth quarter. Chris Middleton goes crazy and he can't play tonight. So, or Sunday night, I should say, not Monday. So uh, that is the latest Bucks minus four and a half at BetMGM. And uh, those numbers will, will keep trickling out. We'll see. But more news on Giannis tomorrow. Uh, evaluated, expected to be evaluated tomorrow um, there on, uh, on that extended knee. Uh, by the way, the uh, Dodgers and the Giants in the eighth. Kenley Jansen warming up. Dodgers looking to uh, win this game. Not a big favorite tonight, Jeff. I think only, uh, I think minus 150? Well, it, it was Kevin Gausman on
1: the mound right. for the Giants, who has been spectacular. But Bueller. Another great outing for him, and the Dodgers are looking at taking the first two in this series.
0: Yeah, big series, and uh, yeah, Walker Buehler, very, very strong performance tonight. 3-1, that's the final game on the board. Dodgers leading the San Francisco Giants. Uh, before we get to tomorrow night's NBA affair, game six, as I misspoke prior going to the break, uh, take a look at uh, Stanley Cup final, game two tomorrow night. You've got the Tampa Bay Lightning here at Circa. Minus 206 favorites. Montreal, plus 186 underdogs. A total, Jeff, sitting there at 5 here at Circa. Evenly juiced. Minus 110 both ways. Uh, you can find a juiced over. So if you like the under, you can find uh, minus 105 in some spots. But uh, we know where you stand on this series. Still in four. No wavering, and uh, there are your exact series results uh, from DraftKings. Sweep plus 310, five plus 250, in six, four to one, and then in seven plus 550. So uh, still feeling good. And there's no reason for me not to the, the five-1 victory and the what three power play goals didn't make you say I don't know no, the, I, the they, Canadians they, might they, be able they, to pull this one look, off look
1: if the Canadians get one so be it Tim but I Tampa's just so much better and it's a it, it, one difference from them in Vegas is Tampa even though they're coming off a very long series against the Islanders this is basically the same scenario they were in last year where the Islanders really made them work last year in a long series and NK came out and and took advantage of a, of a team coming off of beating Vegas actually in the conference final. Dallas did that last year, and and Tampa won that series in six. It was pretty darn close to being five. It was a double overtime game that even extended that game, the series to six.
0: We will have a deciding game in the College World Series tomorrow night. Uh, the Mississippi State Bulldogs were plus one hundred five underdogs here at Circa. They went thirteen to two tonight over Vanderbilt. So we will have that deciding game three winner take all. Winner is your national champ tomorrow night in Omaha. Uh, We'll see if there's another rain delay uh, as tonight's game was uh, uh, started late due to rain, but uh, it'll be Kumar Rocker on the hill for Vanderbilt. So they will be a pretty significant favorite uh, Vanderbilt will heading into that game tomorrow night, which we'll keep you tabs on. And then the main event tomorrow night, Game six of the Western Conference Finals, Jeff, back in Los Angeles. The Clippers staved off elimination last night. They defeated the Phoenix Suns 116-102. Paul George went for 41. 31 of those coming in the second half. Depending on where you look, um, you could get a little bit on Phoenix, so you can get a point for Phoenix in some spots. But let's just... Call it what it is, it's a pick pretty much everywhere out there. Um, anything on the side or total for you in this one? Would only be the Clippers. Would only be the Clippers. Uh, they're, when they
1: have had their back up against the wall in the entire postseason, they've been brilliant. Yep. And Paul George was brilliant again in Game 5. Reggie Jackson was great. The one concern that I have is just regression for Morris and Cousins especially. Uh, they're actually better if Zubak is not active for this game
0: because they'll have to go small. And Arash Markazi kind of alluded to the fact that he believed uh, – That it made – it was
1: more than one um, one game
0: injury for yeah, Zubak. He, he seemed to believe that he was done for this series, maybe even the postseason. Um, but, you know, it, it was interesting to your point. You know, DeAndre Ayton was a non-factor in that game, and that was surprising. I, I felt like they, they didn't go to him enough um, – he finished with ten points, eleven rebounds. Um, DeAndre Ayton really um had been a force early on in this series. Obviously he had the you know the 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 completion of the Valley Oop uh in, in game two, but you know, 20, 24, 18, and nineteen, and then just ten points did have a double double, but um I, I think Monty Williams needs to it and when you think about DeAndre Ayton, he's not a guy that you really run your offense through necessarily, but I think there could be more things you can involve him with. So I expect more emphasis for DeAndre because I think he is a mismatch, especially if Zubac isn't playing. If if you're you're putting up against Boogie Cousins or or Marcus Morris, so um, I I don't I don't know if I'm gonna play this. I would actually lean a little bit towards Phoenix uh, to win this game. I feel like there's a lot of love right now for the Clippers. Um, but hey, man, Paul George has you know. Yesterday was such an impressive performance what he did in that second half, and Reggie Jackson's been consistent. So we'll see. But I think a big question too, Jeff, about this: Chris Paul, since coming back from COVID, 0 for six from three yesterday. Um, you know what can we expect from Chris Paul? His his last game that he played prior to getting COVID. It was maybe the best we've seen him. I don't know how long. You know, 37 points, whatever it was, uh, in the closeout game uh, over the Denver Nuggets. When are we going to see that again? Maybe we won't see it this series. So uh, that's my hesitation here uh, with the with the Suns in this spot as a pick against the Clippers.
1: Again, Tim, this the, these games, these last few games of the conference finals are just so hard to cap because, well, again. Yeah, the East one is obvious. We don't know right. Trey Young, Giannis' status, now Clint Capella as well. But, look, you, you bring it up with Chris Paul. And just since coming back, it has not been the same Chris Paul that we saw after he was fully recovered from the shoulder injury. That's the, So, yeah, look, I, prop-wise in this, Tim... I think the only prop I would go with. I mean, Reggie Jackson has been such money in this in the, in these playoffs yeah. that, I, even seeing a twenty and a half like a month ago, you would have laughed at it. Like, how is that that high? But I would only bet that over. That would be the only one I'm kind of looking at prop wise tomorrow.
0: Well, and and the market has corrected. We talked about it, and I tweeted about it. His three point uh, total of three uh, of two and a half just kept going over and over and over, and now it's sitting there at three and a half plus one forty to the over on Reggie Jackson but Reggie Jackson player prop 20 and a half, 23 20 23 19 24 27 22 those are his last 6 games consistency from Reggie Jackson should be a fun one tomorrow who knows uh what will happen with uh with Giannis Atenacupo. thanks uh to Wes Reynolds thanks to Vinnie Maiulo thanks to Pamela Maldonado for Our producer, Aaron Oster, Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. It's been the Nightcap here on v